0: In the wake of a long and terrible war, our story awakens. With a future that is challenged by evil forces and tempered by powerful magic, a world struggles to find its destiny. A destiny which you now find yourself a part of as the prophecy has foretold. These are the savage tales of Eberron. Now settle in and prepare yourself for the thrilling adventures of our brave crew as they seek to make their own fate on this week's episode of Mourners of
1: Lazar.
2: Alright, fellas, it's time to get in there and take some names. I'm Ellie, I'll be playing Dana tonight.
0: I'm Michael with Torley. Ernesto with Druga.
1: Heaven with Rusco. I don't know why I wanted to go for <laughs> for that voice, but anyway. And I'm your dungeon master, Philip. Thank you
3: for listening in to the Mourners of Lazar campaign uh, tonight. May potentially be our season one finale. We will see. So, thank you for listening. For tonight's background question, what is your opinion on nobility or on authority?
2: everyone needs someone to look up to and when it comes right down to it everyone needs some kind of structure in order just to survive but i grew up in the middle of nowhere our village was small and far from everything we didn't have a local count we didn't have a local lord as far as as far as authority and pine watch went things were pretty simple do right by your neighbors and and if someone didn't the rest of us would let them know When I went to metro and uh, and joined up with house dennis I learned a few other things about authority first that out on the front it was even more important than it was in Pine watch and second that it's real important if the people in authority aren't seeking to do right by the people they're leading, if they're driven by selfish selfish ambition or greed or cruelty, then they're not fit to lead and someone else has to take up that mantle. And uh, now that I'm now that I'm the captain of the Majestic Griffin, well I'm one of those people and I have a responsibility to my crew. I took command of that ship, and now I've got to live up to it. As far as nobility goes, well... My husband Mazzello used to say that heroism is a label most people get for doing shit they'd never do if they were really thinking about it. Yeah. You know, I never saw how being born with money or land or a title makes you better than anyone else. It doesn't, and Moz knew that too he knew that didn't make him better than anyone else. What did make him better than a lot of people was that he saw that money and land and title as a responsibility. And uh, he did what he could to use it to help the people who didn't have money or land or titles. You know, Everyone's born to what they're born with. I've got no grudge against nobles for you know, for having the families that they have. That wouldn't be fair. But the ones who don't use what they've got for good, the ones who use what they've got to do wrong by others, well, like I said, being born with money land or a title doesn't make you better than anyone else and we're all ending up in Duller one day.
0: Well, for Dorlin, you know, authority's just been a, a way of the world, really. It's been, he's been part of some sort of structure in the majority of his life, really, just getting out to the principalities, and it's the first time he's been apart from that. There was Commander Theta of the King's Mariners. There was Lord Cunthran, the Colquhren Dwarf who we owed taxes to in Tharlenthorpe, fishing out there in the Science Sea it's just the way of the world in living in Brillet. oh but there was uh, a a good tale that this reminds me of that exemplifies uh, the colcern the coladrin way of approaching authority and our relationship to it it was the time of dolk rock the bloody stones and coladrin and colcern stood alongside one another clans fighting for their territories amongst the feudal combat in the Roar Holds against our common enemy, the Doldren Clan. And well, Colchoran was our feudal lord or sovereign clan, and they wanted to spearhead an assault on one of the Doldren Spire Holds to gain access to their iron mines, cut off some of their resources, and while they commanded Colchoran, to select his most promising young dwarf soldiers to, to fight for this cause in the vanguard. But Golkrhan Goladrin Man, why did I pick two names with Ks? <laughs> Never do that in RPGs. Goldrin <laughs> saw no gain in doing anything more than fending off the Dolderans from Duclan's joint territory, and they wished for their their families to grow old and explore and fish and live out their lives. And so they denied this request. And this was a great spat in the face of the Colcaran Dwarves, but they couldn't do anything about it because they would divide their forces to, to face this betrayal if they did so. And so the Colcaran Dwarves returned home and for a time they had peace But then, they found themselves beset by the Doldorans, And this time, they had only themselves to fight alongside. And the resources, the silver, the copper, the iron, that were provided them by their feudal lords of the Kolkhorins, were not there to avail them. And they lost, and they were first back into this feudal relationship. And it's been that way ever since. So, Torland is still proud of his ancestor for trying. Even though those actions made long ago between the Colcarans and the Coladrans have perhaps resulted in some hardships. A change in the relationship between the two clans for the worse that have extended down to Torland's family. He's, He's proud of his ancestor for trying, and he doesn't regret those hardships.
1: Interesting. Interesting story. Um... Well, if you ask me about nobility, I must disagree to some extent to what Dana says about doesn't make a difference. I would say it makes you dumber. Having nobility, having a past, having the right to uh, to have an advantage upon others. It just makes you dumb. And I, f- and I had that experience time and time again at Metro, just seeing all these people, just like up there in the heights of the city, just caring about so like unimportant stuff. If you ask me, uh, but I mean, even those times, I do uh, wish to be that kind of dumb guy with rich richness surrounding me, but life uh, sadly bestow me upon being a genius, so I'm not that kind of guy, so nobility is not my thing. Um, and then, speaking about authority, I I have an issue with it, I will say. I'm not really sure, actually. Um, because at some point in my life I was believing hey, I just authority should be the one that one bestows upon it oneself and just that's that should be the greatest aspiration just to be your own your own uh holder of your power and your opportunities uh and everyone else should do the same uh but then uh you get in a ship you get to take orders from a captain because you need to survive in it because you need a crew to work with and you find, in my case at least, uh, a good first experience with Captain Sanafia. Um, she was quite ruthless at times, but she was uh, really capable of just commanding authority and just being uh, a great. It just, it's an inspiring figure to have. And and once I thought of authority as a, as a form of uh, violence but then you see that as a a form of aspiration, um, or at least a form of hope into a better form of organization between people. So uh, I still have mixed feelings about authority, don't get me wrong, but I have some few examples, the few good examples to have, not definitely not the ones that we had upon the uh, storm river, but previous ones, yeah, seems cool enough. So there is an opportunity in authority, definitely. Let's see how Dana does. I'm curious to know. All right.
4: It's, it's an interesting perspective coming from, from down below. I, I hear that. I was in the military, which is kind of like serving on a ship. You got your commanding officers, and they've got their generals, and we all serve a crown. That's the system. I believe in that system, it's the backbone of civilization going all the way back to the Dekani Empire, maybe even before them. My place as a knight was to serve the crown, by however many steps removed. But I guess that does raise the question of why I came out to the principalities instead of going over to New Seer to serve Prince Orgev. The truth is, it's hard to see him as a prince. Rightful heir to the throne of Galifar? Sure. Most wronged royal on the continent. But let's be honest. Seer's gone. And I find it hard to believe that someone is a prince or a king because of a fancy tiara. Kings or queens are defined by the land they control, with a military that can protect that land and the people who work on it and live on it. And Orgev doesn't have that. His land is Brelish land. And he just squats on it. While the land that should be his sits beneath the blanket of mist unlivable unprotectable pains me to say it but that man's no king no lands no king no king no knights That's about where we stand
3: excellent i believe dana has our recap from last week
2: well russ sounds like you and i are gonna have a few things to chat about over a drink once we get back to the griffin because the problem with New Seer is what brought me out to the principalities, so when we get back to the Griffin, let's sit down, you and I, and see what page we're on. But that's for later. This is now. I'll look through that journal we found in the stockade that told us where the Grindula were holed up, which was at a cove somewhere on the south end of the island if we followed down the base of the ridge. That spyglass truco fetched me Willa was actually trained down there the karns were keeping an eye on them but the karns <laughs> the Crindula weren't their problem the karns were their own problem they brought the ghoul infestation to this island we followed the clues in the journals best we could it took us a little while to get back down to the coast on that southern end of the island uh, there was some floundering around in the dark Torland found uh, found us a quick way down, almost the hard way. Thankfully, Russ caught him in time. But, you know, after the old man consulted his his harp there, he said the getting down there wouldn't kill us. What's on the other side? Who knows? But we made it down. Got down into the water, into those caverns, heading into the cove. See, the tide is uh, is coming in, so getting out might be a little bit harder. Truco. He started to, to peel off and take down, take off on his own, but uh, a big old wave helped him along with that. I found him a little ways down the tunnel, smashed up against the rocks. Uh, and a little while after that, we found uh, we found some caverns that had been carved into to make it look like we were traveling through the skeleton of some kind of massive sea monster, like one in one of Torland's stories. And that's when the Grindelow showed up. We dealt with them easily enough. And uh, Russ called me over And uh, when the dust was settled, so to speak. the Grin- One of the Grindelow he'd been wailing on was wearing Ms. Quinn's hat, carrying Ms. Quinn's sword. Kept on following the trail, followed the flotsam, wound up running face first into some kind of giant octopus worm. I don't know, I've never seen anything like that. Had tentacles that were all covered in spikes. So first thing I did was reach out to my right and left and uh, put that dragon mark of mine to use and, and get some shields going up around Russ and Torlin while I left myself open and got a little bit poisoned for my trouble. Might have a few new scars as well, but Torlin and the others, they took care of it and we kept moving. And then as we got closer to the next tunnel, could hear Sindara Quinn calling out for for us and me. And she's always been a timid one. But here she was more scared than than I've ever heard her even in her timidness. And she yelled at us to look out. To look out for the queen. So come on fellas, let's Let's not let our people down. We've come this far. We are finishing this fight. They didn't start it, but we're ending it.
3: Thank you for that. One last thing to add before we start. Tonight we are playing here on Tuesday night. This International Women's Day. I want to give a shout out to Ellie, AKA Dana. And as an offering for that, you get
2: to choose. Do you want an extra adventure card or would you rather have an extra Benny? Do I get to use both adventure cards or is it just the choice?
3: I'll let you use two adventure cards in the session.
2: I would like an extra adventure card, please. Sure.
3: Okay. Since you activated powers, and your powers only last for about 30 seconds, what you guys do now, the timing of it has relevance. So you've heard Sindara's voice speak out and everything. What is your all intention?
2: Let's, let's go meet this queen. Let's go.
0: Yes, we need to. There's one thing I want to note uh, or make note of. As we've been swimming through this cavern, Torlin would have been keeping an eye out for a tide line on the walls and just making note of anywhere the tide line looked like it existed. Because if we're underneath the tide line, there won't be one. Like if there's a tunnel that would be completely filled with water during high tide.
3: And
2: you.
0: there have been at least one spot where we came out of water and we were in a larger chamber. So I think that would have been the spot that he looked for, such a thing.
3: And actually, for the most part, it is been in the larger caverns where you have to do the swimming.
0: All right. So that was a two and a two and a four, spending two pennies.
3: Okay. Uh, so you see a, a tide mark. Does not go all the way up to the ceiling in the in the chamber or tunnel you're in, but it does go up six inches to a foot or less. You're you're definitely coming into a close you're you're coming close to high tide.
0: Was there any spots that he he noted where there was more than just a foot in any of these tunnels?
3: No, it would have been pretty consistent. You know, okay. high tide would have affected everything at the same level.
2: What are you looking for, and We have to move.
0: A high tide spot, let's go. So through here, Russ,
3: Dana, and Truco can touch their feet a bit. Down in this area, there was some swimming involved.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: I'm gonna throw back to the success with the raise that Dana got when she was calming Ruskell down a few sessions back, because my inclination for Ruskel is to run forward. But with that raise, I think Ruskell is actually here going to wait for the others to go through. He's not a frontline fighter. True, just, kind of, kinda just kind of like look back at Dana and just, you know, wand in one hand, torch in the other, and just kind of nod and, you know, jerk his head down the, the tunnel.
2: I'll take yeah. point. Torlin, still with me. Russ, Truco, keep behind us and do what you do best.
4: Yes.
0: Let's go. If it's single file, Torlin will swim out in front of Dana if she'll let me.
3: It's It's a fairly narrow passageway. Uh, you can, in some instances, kind of go abreast, but it would create very cramped cores doing
2: that.
0: Here, let me take point with my cutlass.
2: If there's a chance this queen is someone we can talk to, let's...
0: You've got let's, it. We, That's your talent.
2: Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Torlin. I'm still... My face, is, my face is burning a little. Not from the mark.
3: So, Torlin, you can see the ceiling domes out a, a bit.
0: And Do I see a water, tide line up here? If the ceiling it, opens it's, up,
3: it's the same thing. It's a it's about six inches to a foot. You know the water okay. the water's going to come in all on the same level here. You see, there's a large bowl. that's kind of like swirling in the middle. The water in there it's churning, and you see bones and scraps of flesh, and various carcasses swirling in the water as you're going through some seaweed and up kind of in the dome hanging down from the ceiling you see a chain extending down from the ceiling and in it you see sindara's face pressed against the bars and you see uh, a dwarven another dwarven body kind of slouched in the cage
0: uh any recognition with your
3: dark vision but it is out of the torchlight
0: with the dark vision any recognition of uh of the dwarf body Anything? Uh, It's kind
3: of kind of blocked by Sandara, but certainly decent assumption that it's
2: Tamroth. Yeah. But
3: not a dwarven body, a orcish.
0: Yeah, I was
2: about to say kind of orcish body. Yeah.
0: That's what I was thinking. Uh, Any signs of movement? And I'm communicating this to Dana in a a whisper, hopefully just underneath the sounds of the rippling water in here.
3: Give me a notice check, and you hear Sandara going, "Her and her, her." pet or whatever it is, they're 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 in the water, it's deep down there. That's a seven. You think you see the motion of something large underneath the water, but it's kind of hard to tell because it's, it's very dark brackish water anyways. The light's pretty poor in here, but you do see what you think is a large shadow moving. And the cages are suspended over the water? You can't see the cage.
0: Right. Any ideas, Dana, Or do we just keep swimming? I think there's... we'll probably wind up fighting something.
1: Sandara said underwater, right?
2: He said they're under the water. I got this... this ring I found that Russ pointed out. It'll help me swim down to him better if we need to, but if there's something in the water we need to kill... Russ, how big a wave can you make with that thunder of yours to flush him out and get that water elsewhere?
4: I don't know, I've never tried moving water with a thunder wave before, like intentionally. I don't think it's gonna be enough to displace. You might make a fancy wave, but it's not gonna be enough to like keep water and get you any sort of reasonable amount of depth.
0: Those cages that are above the water, if they cut those and they fall in.
4: I can they, well, they might
0: not be able to make it.
4: What, What's the the cage made out of?
3: So with all this chatting going on first, enough time has passed that if you want to keep your Guardians redirect up, you're gonna to have to spend a PowerPoint to double the duration.
2: I'm not gonna do that. Uh wait, just one PowerPoint?
3: I actually think that's it. Yeah, you maintain you can maintain the base duration for one PowerPoint. Oh, per individual. So it would cost oh. you three PowerPoints.
2: In that case. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna keep it up. Okay.
1: Uh, An option. I can go up there and try to uh, free Sandara. If we are, I think it's a good idea.
0: I think that I should create a distraction to help you all.
2: If all they're going to do is drop down, if all they're going to do is drop down out that cage into the water, Truco, then we need to make sure there's nothing in the water.
1: No, I mean if there is a if there is a a door, I can open the door and then we can swim down with Sandara
2: yeah that's what i mean truco she says that the queen and something else are in the water
1: yeah we, we need, need to, to take care of that as well but if, if we do we care for escaping or do we care for killing this thing
2: we want to do both but if they're if all they have to escape to is down into something that's going to eat them we need to fix that first
0: oh Gio, did i see if the two individuals in the cages are look like they're bound and tied or is their cage their only restriction
3: the cage seems to be the restriction.
2: Torlin, how much distance is there between that cage and the and the ground, solid ground? Your guess would be 15, 20 feet up.
0: 15, 20 feet up.
2: I'm actually talking width-wise, but that's actually useful information to, You know what, Truco, maybe this could work. If What if you got that door open? Russ, is there a way for you to... Uh, to blast them out to dry land so they skip so they skip the water. Don't get in the water. Would they be too badly hurt if you did that, do you think?
3: Torlin, there is no land in here.
2: There's no land? See. Oh, okay. No. Okay.
1: I mean, Sandara could help us. If, it's
3: essentially a large cave that comes out and domes up over, and it's filled with water.
2: Okay. She can help us, assuming she's in any fight and shape to do so.
0: That too. And did I see any sort of Grindeloo, a queen of some sort that was mentioned? Do I just see the two figures in the cages?
3: You you see the two figures in the cage. You saw one spot. You saw this large shadow moving in the water, but couldn't tell what it was or what it is. Water's way too brackish,
1: uh, and then you lost sight of it. Truko's gonna shout out to to Sandara. Are you okay? It's still alive. That's good enough.
0: Tamroth has been unconscious for a while what are they what are they trying to do to you are they gonna drop the cages in water I'm not sure what they're doing
3: have they hurt you no not yet but uh there's enough bodies down here I wonder if they're saving us for food
2: all right
1: I mean can we have this conversation sit, I mean we have to go now right the tight Miss Quinn.
2: we're coming we're yeah. coming right now come on
1: shall we swim forward
2: yeah, I'm just going to, I'm starting to move forward. I've got mirroring the Swimming, I've okay. got my sword on.
1: Torland, take this, and I will throw to Torland a potion of water breathing. Yes, I shall
0: catch him off that.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, make an athletics roll, since you
3: said you threw it. Oh, fuck it, <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> Let's see. No, th- this is Please, good for all potion. Uh, that's that's
3: a,
1: a seven.
0: Four for Torland.
3: Okay, no problems.
0: Catch it excellent um just a reminder for ellie is i've got the first strike thing so that's the idea of me going first here if we get ambushed so we're swimming forward
3: okay now we're gonna draw cards um russ seven of clubs or four spades
4: seven of clubs please
3: if Torlin's going first quaffing that's a free action chuko's got a jack of Clubs. Russ has got a seven of clubs. dana has got a five of clubs. Torland's got a five of diamonds. Slipper still's got a three of spades. Anybody want a new card? No? Nope. Okay. Are you going to do anything first, Truco, or wait for Torland to go
1: forward? Uh, yeah, no, he's gonna uh, like keep on the on the edge on the surface of the water and then take his pouch, uh, take another potion that's uh, a bit uh, yellowish, like yellowish. I mean, and say, well. I hope this works, and just drink it up, and uh, it will take a potion of blur.
3: Nice. Okay.
1: I will use it, uh, so I have deflection, the deflection power specifically to melee, for five turns. Okay. Five turns. And I will uh, wait for Torlen to dive with him a little bit behind.
3: Okay. So if- for clarity, if you, if you hold your action, you gotta hold the whole turn. The whole action.
1: So I will hold my action to whenever Torlan comes, yeah. and I will drink the potion, go down.
4: Okay. Russ? Um, oof, uh, yeah, I'm gonna hold as well. Dana?
2: In that case, I'm gonna move forward. In front of Torlan? I, mean, I was I was hoping to get the show on the road if everyone's going on hold, but our Everybody's waiting for Torland to go first. Yeah, are you hoping to switch places, Torland?
0: Sure, if you want to. In the to.
2: initiative order?
0: I'll roll with it with whatever idea you want to do, if you got something other than what I suggested.
2: I do want to go before everyone in the party, yes.
0: All right, go for it.
2: Yeah, so first thing is seeing that we're so close to saving everyone, I just kick into remembering what it was like out in the front I'm going to use my martial flexibility to invoke nerves of steel and ignore one point of wound penalties for this encounter and well for five rounds anyways and then i am going to call out something witty to call everyone to rally and uh i'm actually going to cast warrior's gift with a raise on myself torlin and truco Let's do improved counterattack and improved frenzy. So I, I just start to flare with this light around me, like coming from my mark and everything, like my whole body starts to glow and my voice starts to change. And I shout out, we are coming for you. Russ, Torlin Truco, Sil, take them down. And my dragon mark flares super bright and then goes immediately dull and dark. And I'm knocking off 10 power points and you all have improved counterattack and improved frenzy. Well, Syl doesn't. But
3: that's... Well, Syl and Rust don't. You have enough for two other people.
2: Right, yeah. Syl and Rust don't. So Torlan and Truco do. All right. And yeah. I'll let Torlin uh, continue to take the lead then.
1: Okay, well,
0: Torlin, here with his nice quaffed water breathing potion so he doesn't get the bends is gonna swim down into the water and he's gonna flail about wildly with his cutlass and he's gonna try and get the attention of whatever creature is down here because it's sure to attack us at some point. And as soon as he sees it moving, he's gonna start swimming back up to the surface if that's possible. Give me a notice roll first. If there's an action involved, he'll take the defend action. Notice roll coming up. Yes, he'll try and judge the distance to this beastie. That's a ten. Okay, and give
3: me a an athletics roll.
0: Is a four. I'll keep that.
3: Roll a two, Minus. I am spending a Benny on that.
0: I've used one of his Bennies. <laughs>
3: 14. So as you move forward, Torlin, and you start kind of going underneath the water, you just see coming up this, you're not even sure if it's a Grindilo because it's gigantic compared to any other Grindilo that you see. And it comes up, it's maw open, and it just reaches for you. It's getting its turn.
0: Uh Oh, it's uh, the last time Culladron saw one of these serpents was in the Mirror Lake. It almost did it a You do
2: get attacks. your first strike. Oh, very nice. All right. Does Frenzy bonus apply to first strike attacks?
0: It does not. Swift Cutlass. You've never failed me. except for now. A three. We <laughs> uh,
3: uh, roll that because you did have Frenzy selected, so it uh, rolled too many dice.
0: That's weird.
3: I think I had it selected by default.
0: It's still a three. All right, still a three. Uh, yeah, let's just throw a Benny at it. Why don't and
3: actually, we? you are at a minus two.
0: I'm at a minus two. You're in two. the water. All right, well, it's uh, that's a two then. <laughs> Sounds good. We Wouldn't have spent the Benny, but that's fine.
3: You wouldn't have spent a Benny with that? I'll give it back to you.
0: I will gratefully accept that.
3: So it comes up towards you and tries to bite you. Four that's not gonna be good enough. I will spend a Benny.
0: It's a five. It's not good enough. Getting a six. I need to find the alchemist who can make a potion for water fighting. Yeah, it misses misses you. That would trigger the Guardian's redirect proved counterattack then, so I would get a free attack against up to three failed taxi trout. Attack. Uh that's uh a two because it's still supposed to be at minus two. Alright, that's it. God don't know if my defend action applied, but uh that was the the intent for the It round. actually
3: interrupted your action.
0: Ah, oh, very cool.
3: So now you can finish your turn now.
0: So is the is the map here kind of accurate to our positioning? I'm sort of in this bottleneck. Yes. Alright. What is this water penalty going to apply to? Can I do a grappling check without a minus two? Uh, like, yeah. what sort of test could I do? Could I, like, try and, and grapple it? You can try and
3: grapple it, yeah. Oh, interesting enough, I actually forgot about something. You may go back. Your roll would, would have been four. You do have a size bonus to hit since it's so large.
1: Mm, that's
0: true,
3: yeah. Isn't that for so
1: ranged attack? Or
3: you did roll a four rather than the two last time.
0: I'll take it. How does that work? First time. So I'm it is a large one.
3: creature because it's so large. You have a plus two to hit.
0: Wow. Okay. All right. Very nice. All right. So that's good for a hit without raise on the damage roll.
3: No, you did not hit with the four, though.
0: I did not hit. Yeah. I thought you just said it did. Okay. So I'm not rolling damage.
3: Correct. Okay. I'm just making note that your penalties actually would have
1: washed out. And that would also affect on the grappling check, because if a creature is larger than you, you have a penalty for trying to grapple it. Just to mention that as well. But
0: does grappling while swimming have that minus two? Uh,
3: Not because you drank that potion.
0: Okay. Nice. All right, I will try and grapple it. Okay. I'll, I'll, this
3: one you are adding minus two since it's much larger than you.
0: With a minus two applied, and with a minus two and with one fatigue, it's still a seven. So okay. keep that. Oh. It
3: aces. Uh
4: oh. Who wins ties? And
3: it rolls a seven, so tie. There is no change. So you you get up and you try and grab it whenever and. and grab some slippery tentacles and stuff like that, but it's still moving around, kind of seeming to ignore you. It seems to be circling around for another another attack. At this point I don't know anybody's really seen anything other than Torlin kinda of going underneath water.
1: And that's the action that we were waiting to go behind here. At least for Chuka. Yeah, go Chuka. I don't know if I had to squeeze between people, I have to do some sort of check if I want to get first between the others of or I can just go. In which case, I will wait for R- Rascal to go first because I want to. Are you Are you doing anything now, Russ? I've got
4: to try and get up to that spot that that Torlin had previously occupied.
3: So, for clarity, since Torlin went underneath the water, he took his torch with him. So your torch is the only one that's still left.
4: Yeah. So, yeah, I'm gonna try and get up to this position. Is there any obstacles pushing through go. two people's spaces? Go right ahead. All right. Oh,
3: great. You see Torland's feet kicking underneath water there.
4: Okay. Uh, Do I have sight of Sandara and Scrimshaw?
3: No, you do not quite see them beyond the the light. Doesn't quite fill up the whole canyon or the whole cavern.
4: Okay. That was three inches of movement. How much do I have left before I have to run? Well,
3: that's going to be difficult terrain. So that's actually, that would be Six. six inches.
4: So that's my full movement. That's my pace. Well, I do not see Torlin f- I mean, I see his legs moving, but I don't see what he's fighting. So I think this turn I am going to cast Mage Armor on myself with the Haste modifier, which is its a basic modifier that I think is just plus one. Or hurry, sorry, not haste um and it is a plus one modifier so two power points to cast mage armor on myself with uh hurry
3: okay go ahead and make a spell casting roll
4: it's a three uh i'm gonna go ahead and benny this of course there's an ace on the d8 there's almost two aces for a 12. i don't know if raises actually get me anything they do oh yeah that's right it becomes uh it becomes toughness and that also gives me with hurry.
3: That'll hurry increases your pace by two, I believe.
4: Yes. So I do have another I technically have another inch of movement, but Torlin is in the way, so this is as far as I can move this turn. Well Torlin's underneath the water. Yes. So I could move probably to right here. And I think that'll be my turn.
1: Good to go. Truco? Is this... I'm not underwater yet, so I guess in the combat here it's happening as, like...
3: As actually you reach that end point, yeah. your feet start touching the floor, and you, you do have to start swimming.
1: Excellent. Do I have more... movement to do so? No. Okay. So then, I will... Swimming is considered difficult terrain. So, question here. I do have, uh, I do have my shifter shifter ability, my shifting ability. But now it, uh, with now, with swift stride, gives me a pace, increases the pace by two, and the running die increases one die. One die. So that gives me two more points of movement. That would be enough to, which would be one, given that it's difficult terrain. That would be enough to get me down there.
3: Yeah, you can move or, one more square.
1: Okay, so I will activate my shifting ability. go as he's diving into water starts to get more hairy and his hands start to show a bit more of his claws and he will dive down and just attack this creature. Give me a notice roll. Sure. Cause you uh, don't yes. nec- none of none you have th- seen it I don't it necessarily yet. know yet the situation. Yeah. So that's that's good to ask. Alright, yeah okay and that was somewhat of a good roll that's a 15. as you come up you kind of see the commotion going up underneath the water okay excellent and i will just take like a dagger and start like just stabbing whatever i have in front i don't know if i can see well yeah you can make a fighting roll with your dagger you are at minus three so i will single action attack with my dagger okay that's Two, a four, and a two, I think I can do better than that. So I will pre-roll with a Benny and I will now have Elon, right? Yep. So I will do that. That seems better. Uh, and the scale plus two, it's taking the, the scale into consideration, which is awesome. So that's a six, a one and a seven. Both those hit. Excellent. No raises though. So a straight attack. First one, that is... Uh, four, (laughs) that doesn't do much, I'm guessing. And the next one, it's a three, which I guess doesn't do shit. That's it.
3: So, yeah, you, you, like, stab your knife into this gigantic creature, and your dagger doesn't penetrate its hide at all. Okay. As you get a couple stabs in Okay, clearly swimming underneath the water, you couldn't get the power behind it that you were hoping.
1: Okay, good. That's my turn.
3: So roll with raised, so got a nine on my roll so suddenly well all of you see this like wave of water coming from un- underneath this huge ch- it's clear that this jet comes and it just slams into you guys and just goes down the tunnel, hitting all of you
1: okay, please tell me that Grindelow is shouting out his attack name as he's doing it like. Underwater, like
3: <laughs> hydraulic push. No, like um... Has Does Torland get building?
0: affected quite as, as much if he's completely underwater?
3: Yes, he was, because it's actually coming from the water. It's kind of like underneath low in the water, angling up towards you guys. So that's where the origin is. Gotcha. Uh, everybody is immediately distracted. And everyone give me a strength roll. Oof. Minus two.
2: Ouch. Uh, is this anything I can leverage my ring of swimming for to not be pushed around as easy?
3: No, because this is not just the water. This is a this is a spell.
2: All right.
4: That's an ace That's on something. A four. Ruchka. Uh, four for Ruskell. I'm seeing glass uh, break. Well, for Dana. Yeah. There's aces on the d6s and all around.
3: Syl gets a... That's actually a six, because I forgot to put the minus two.
4: That's crit
0: fail for Torlin. Oh, and it's minus four.
2: Oh, boy. Oh,
0: I don't reckon I can modifiers. use my,
2: my, my two raises to to grab him as he goes flying. <laughs>
3: so, Torlan... You get six, seven. What is your toughness,
0: Uh, It's a nine.
3: You get yourself kind of launched out of the water and kind of up over everybody, banging around the tunnel quite a bit. And you get completely like thrown back down the tunnel and land coming down to a standstill.
0: This is not the dwarven cannonball I had in mind.
3: (laughs) Inverse, reverse. Dwarven cannonball. You miss everybody. You do take seven points of damage, which you managed to absorb quite a bit. So you get banged up and bruised, not significantly hurt. Wake up, shake your head a bit, wondering what the heck was that. And Sill's next. Really surprised Sill made it this far. <laughs> Sill succeeded on that.
2: Excuse me, I've been a very inspiring leader to Sill. Of course, she made it this far. Continue. <laughs>
3: I'll give you a penny for that. I'm going
2: to have Syl do
3: a support roll for Russ, doing a notice roll, kind of trying to notice where that attack just came from. And that is a two. Syl is distracted, so that support does not work. Syl will move forward. So next round, Russ, seven of spades or nine of spades?
4: Nine of spades, please. Oh,
3: I like that. So, this giant creature got a joker. Oof. Nice. (laughs) And.
1: For the creature. Nice
3: for the creature. So, since nice little cat has made himself uh, exposed, morsel, trying to stab it, this Grindelow is going to turn around. He's going to multi action and bite Truco a couple times. Bring it. It's a 1, but it's not including the Joker, so it's actually a 3.
1: Minus 2 because of the scale as well. The scale is uh, being included ah, It's already. being included. Excellent. Uh, that's a 1. Are, are you keeping it? Should, it's actually a 3. The Joker's three, not sorry. included here. Okay. Are you are you keeping it? or? Yeah, I'm going to keep it. So, counterattack. Okay. That feels nostalgic to say. So, attack. My knife i don't know if that counts as frenzy attack as well no no that's a single attack counter- right counter explicitly calls out that other edges won't one word yeah it will makes i would make a lot of sense in that case so that's a single attack minus three i'm guessing because of the same bonuses or minuses uh underwater correct and uh Thing but also size, so plus two that's already taken into consideration. Fighting melee, something else, I guess not. I'm rolling, that's zero. Never mind, keep it, keep your thing.
3: That is a five, it's a three. I didn't include the multi action, but it also didn't include the joker, so that works out. I'm gonna spend a Benny on that one. Not any better, zero
1: lucky.
3: Man. Counterattack? It's in the multi action. Yeah, go ahead. You get another counterattack.
1: All right. Can I aim for the head? Do I call a cold shot in this? Or no? That doesn't look Yes, right.
3: it would be an additional minus like four.
1: Yeah, sure. sure. N- I mean, 4, why not? N minus so three. It's a free attack. And that's a critical failure. <laughs> <laughs> it's a free attack. What could happen? So you like
3: come forward as its mouth is coming towards you and your knife kind of gets stuck in its teeth and as it like moves its head away to move away just rips the knife right out of your hand oh fuck
1: well no fuck fuck
3: and so sandara is up mostly at this point russ sandara can provide some support
4: she's gonna try and and do her battlefield assistance, looking around for things in the water to call out and generally point and and be helpful. I'm thinking hopefully it would be a notice roll. That's a notice
3: roll. Let it be a straight notice roll actually, because she can't see everything that's in the
4: torchlight here. Okay. That's a two. She does have a few of her own pennies. She does, but I think we're going to hold onto those for a second. Okay. Torlin. All
0: right, I will run and jump in the water. And let's roll my pace. Okay. Does that get me there? No, that would get you here. All right, well, let's let's see. I will support Rusko. Rusko, whatever you're planning, I hope it's good. This thing just on me asunder. And it's only half the size of the serpent in the tails. Yes, I will roll persuasion for support. Sure. It's a two. I'm not going to penny that. Sorry, buddy.
3: (laughs) There you go. So your distracted condition has been removed. So, Ruskell, your turn. You are, even though you didn't get pushed away, you did get slammed against the wall, and you are slightly distracted from the experience.
4: Uh, Okay. I think we're going to try moving. If we move to the north, are we going to start running out of foot space if we just kind of skirt the wall's edge?
3: Yes, you get a very clear impression that the water drops down kind of as soon as you get into the cavern.
4: Man, we need to figure out a way to get light into this space. If I throw an alchemist's fire at the roof of this cave, will this sticky substance as it burns provide light?
1: It's a good question. Good idea. Interesting. Yeah.
4: It is a sticky flammable liquid that ignites on impact.
3: I don't think this is anything in particular that Russ would know the answer to one way or the other.
4: Okay. well, uh, barring other ways to get light into this area, yeah, I think Russ is going to pull an alchemist's fire off of his bandolier and throw it as high as he can into the middle of this cavern. And sandara has been calling out sort of stuff. So hopefully uh, he can kind of gauge what the middle of this room even looks like. And if nothing else, then the edge of his torchlight, but high.
3: Can I aim in up for the ceiling? Sure. Yep. Give me, I think you can even roll the alchemist fire.
4: Okay. That's as roll. a shot. That is a two. Oh, is this cause I'm distracted?
3: Mark distracted. Distracted affects every action that you take.
4: Ooh,
3: I am giving you a Benny for a uh,
4: interesting idea. It's
0: a good idea.
4: Yeah. I am gonna go ahead and spend a Benny on this then. And it is still a two? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go ahead and play my adventure card. Sure. Uh, which is play read two. Read it out. It is extra effort. Play to add 1d6 to any trait roll. This roll oh. may ace. Very nice.
3: Nice. Okay.
0: Oh, and we have conviction. We do last have session, conviction. which does, does what, DM?
3: It does it's it's effectively the same thing.
4: Wow, oh, cool. that was a one. Good to know. For a three well, a total.
3: Three.
4: Now, <laughs> of course, Use if you the spend conviction. a penny,
3: that die you get to also re-roll.
4: One more Benny is going into this. It's got to get done. So that is, again, a two. And do not be a one. That is a two
1: for a four. Technically, four you get what you ask for.
3: That is a success.
2: <sighs> so
3: you kind of just arc this up, and, you know, especially because you're distracted and whatnot, you almost dip the torch in the water and you freak out a little bit, so you lose sight of the alchemist fire. And all of a sudden, you hear this little... Uh you know cl- the clay pot kind of shatter and uh light kind of erupts in the chamber.
1: Awesome. Now go
4: ahead. I went ahead and marked off the alchemist fire from my sheet. I do have one more. Um and that was my actions. So, I'm done for this turn.
3: Sure. Okay.
4: Truco,
1: you are next. All right. Um question the direction of this hydraulic push uh it it came from the creature that we are fighting or it came from somewhere no it did not okay so um it came from from that general direction okay so truck is gonna try and uh i imagine there is like maybe some of the walls of the cavern next to it and he's gonna like try to swim to it do it like next to the creature still, and do some some form of a, like a swimming, like professional swimming turn, and just like push himself uh, with his feet to get momentum and just try to get straight to the center of or of the cavern, or try to get in the direction to whatever that uh, thing came from. Uh, so he's gonna try to move up here and just flavoring it to us to move in here, uh, probably leaving this creature's line of attack, I'm guessing. Give me Uh, a...
3: Well, as you move, give me an athletics roll first. Minus one.
1: Okay. And also, I'm phrasing this as with the intention of trying to hide. Uh, Maybe getting deeper into the water, maybe trying to find a place where I can maybe not be detected. I don't know if that's even possible in this situation.
3: I'll let you roll a stealth roll, but just to be clear, to actually create stealth, you have to break line of sight. So if this thing can see through the water, this
1: won't work. Oh, okay, it's good to know. Uh, and I'm guessing that's the case. So, uh, yeah, no, I just first I'm going up here to to see what's going on. Uh, so you sell a um, athletics roll, right? Yep. Minus minus one. Minus one. Your armor
3: is pretty cumbersome and bulky and affecting your ability to swim.
1: All right, that's two, uh, which I will... take his status. Oh, yeah, the status. Uh, everybody else, you're
3: distracted to... this turn. You yeah, got distracted that two. by
1: that. Uh, I will use a Benny. Uh, hopefully, Elon helps me here. That's a four.
3: Yeah, okay. So you push out. Kind of moving out, it gets a snap on you as you sure. go by. It still has the Joker.
1: Oh, wow, oh that geez. counts as well. I forgot about that. That's oh, good. that is a seven, but it still misses because oh. I have a six, but as he gets a minus two because of the potion I took. Because of the Ooh. what? Um, I took the oh, potion of potion of blur. Of blur which is minus two to uh melee attacks so okay, that be a five yeah. and that misses so i will counter attack with my third and last counter attack sure lever shifter so, yes indeed i'm a genius and colored shot head as well just for the fun of it because i don't have much damage so fighting melee colored shot and guessing that with a minus three like before correct so roll. For something better, that's a minus five. Never mind. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh-huh. Cool. So that's my movement, or that's my intention of movement. So I, then I want to use my action to see, and to give me a notice roll. That is a four. With four. Uh, with minus something. Sorry. Yeah, I was gonna say because you're
3: actually in the water and it's very brackish. For some reason, it's applying the scale. So that, that was actually a two because you are still distracted. So you're at a minus three because you're fatigued and distracted. Plus, you're at a minus one because the water
1: is really murky. So that was a so murky. many minuses. Okay. Uh, yeah, basically, I don't see nothing. Dana, you too also got
3: distracted from all that water coming flooding in the tunnel and twirling, flipping over your head.
2: I see Torlin go flying end over end past me. I see Truco disappearing off to somewhere. I look back behind me, Torlin. I look back at Truco. My dragon mark that has been dull and dark goes wild, and I'm gonna uh, toss a couple of bennies to fully replenish my power points. That's gonna be two bennies for ten power points. Okay. And and I'm going to yell out, stick together, focus, let's get this thing down. And I'm going to, uh, you guys kind of, again, hear my voice just change, but in this way that where the last one sounded kind of really harsh and strong, this one sounds really inspiring. I cast Commander's Call, and I want to apply the raise for natural leader and fervor. Fervor? Yeah, so that's okay. going to be uh, six points total. So what that means is that for the next five rounds, everyone within five squares of me now has a plus one bonus to unshake and a plus one bonus to their fighting roll am- damage on top of your improved counterattack and your improved frenzy. We are going nuts here boys let us take this thing down. So that's a that's a free action to cast the spell of the marks so I'm going to with my nice old ring of swimming here I want to swim down and up under that thing and slash at it with my cutlass. If you can double check on that for me, Michael, I believe it is just the damage from fighting rolls, not the. Um... You
0: can tell me what the original power is called. I certainly will.
2: Yeah, it's um, it's called Fervor. It's a leadership edge. Unfortunately,
0: searching commander's call doesn't turn anything.
2: No, it's that's my that's my custom name for what. The important thing is the actual edge you are getting is called Fervor.
0: Damage rolls only, not fighting for- rolls.
2: I want to kind of come up from beneath and slash up at it as I come back up to reach the water with my Cutlass.
3: Ring of Swimming provides you with a plus two bonus, so make an Athletics roll plus one.
2: Ooh, that is a six.
3: Sure. You get close to it.
2: All right, yeah, then slashing across it with the uh, Tidewater Cutlass. That's an ace. There's the an, an ace
4: on Another the D8. There's two aces on the d eight.
2: So that's a uh, twenty to hit. So I'm I'm guessing that's raised damage, maybe.
3: The twenty and the seven hit.
2: Yep. All oh, right, I get Whoa. to resolve them both separately.
3: What is this five E? How can I yeah, the resolve roll. them both separately from the card
2: <laughs> like this? I haven't done this in a bit.
3: The damage is separate than that. We'll resolve the normal damage first. You get a you'll get a plus one to this damage.
2: I need to enter that manually, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so plus one to the normal damage, that's an ace for a 14 AP one. And one go,
0: oh not my not
3: luck. so that's actually a 15, which is still the same. I th- oh wait, it's based on his toughness.
2: And then the raise damage, I roll that as well? Yeah, for the 20? Yep. Right.
3: You get a good slash across it, and red blood comes through into the water, and you that's can see it jerk 20, away.
2: Mm-hmm. That's 28 P1 on the second roll.
3: So, you keeping that?
2: Yeah, I'm keeping that. The 14 okay. and the 21.
3: I am going to spend the Benny and Unshake. And then... Sorry about this.
0: Are you about to kill us all? Is that why you're apologizing?
3: <laughs> Not you, just me. So that's the success with two raises, two wounds... I'm gonna spend a Benny and soak. The wounds should not apply. So that's actually five, that's one success. That's good enough for one wounds. You do strike across it, dealing a nice blow to it as you cut under it. The first blow cuts the tentacle. It seems to affect it, but not as solid as you think. The second blow is even stronger. There's blood kind of filling in the water a bit and you were successful on your strikes. Come on, Syl,
2: these things can bleed and
3: you are no longer distracted. So, and right in front of you, Truco, you see, like, this outline of some figure in the water, and you see something hurtling towards you, some spear-type object. Four, that would actually be a success. A four? It's a ranged attack. Oh, that one. And so, damage is rolled. Two damage.
1: If you want, I'll spend one Benny on it. Sure, why not? That it's an 11. If I see correctly.
3: I did not mean spend that Benny, actually. I was going to be spending the Benny on damage.
1: Oh, that's on the... Oh, okay. Oh, that's better. <laughs> I was a bit afraid. That's stale enough. <laughs> that's better. 12. That's better. 12. That's
3: better. Uh, <laughs> do you want to
1: soak yes indeed i want to soak there'll be one wound right At of 12 your toughness is six effectively five it's just like two raises so it would be a success with the wound so i'm soaking one wound and i roll uh, a four is that yep. okay yeah that was a success you soaked the wound and okay
3: you were not shaken from it
1: okay excellent
3: and so from here, Sill's gonna again shout some encouragement to Russ. Try and notice stuff. Not real successful because Sill is distracted as well, rolling a one. And here, let's go for our evening break here. Welcome back. And we will go to the next round here. Russ, do you want the ace of hearts
4: or the red joker? I gotta think about this one for a second. Hang on i'll do the the joker
2: <laughs> what really
1: why is this are you issue? sure are you sure
3: uh truco got a four of clubs but no he's quicker than that
1: ten of hearts i'm okay with that it's not a joker but still and
0: but the gaming gods would remember us if we did it without Ooh. the joker
1: so the devourer would be pleased yeah,
3: with a Jack of Hearts, Truco's with the Ten of Hearts, Sibler so with the Jack of Clubs, Dana with the five of diamonds, Sindar with the two of clubs. Anybody want a new card?
2: There's not oh, a lot of these cards me. left, but Dana wants a new card. There is your Benny, Mr. Philip. Dana. Dana did worse. Did, did worse. Didn't own.
3: let me didn't let, me choose. What's didn't let me choose. What'd you get the first time? Five think it's. I don't think no, it, I I don't think the it changed spot. the order at all. Yeah, it doesn't change the order at all.
2: Well, that sucks. Bye, Benny. It's good knowing you.
3: So whenever you want to go, Russ, let me know. Otherwise, I'm going down the line. All right.
4: Yeah, go ahead and go with uh, Grandilo.
3: Truco was a nice, tasty morsel. But Dana heard it. It is upset. Does not appreciate that at all. Turns around towards Dana this giant uh whale of a grindalow and tries to bite dana it's gonna wild attack since you heard it that's a two i'm gonna spend a Benny on that Ooh, there's an
2: ace four
3: a total of eight
2: that's enough to shake
3: well that's to hit ah beat your parry
2: that doesn't mean parry out
3: not enough for a raise nope Oh, are you kidding me? One. Three for damage. I'm going to spend my last Benny, because it was horrible. What? <laughs> Macing on the d4. Ooh. There should be two more in there, because of the wild attack. So that's actually 16, enough
2: for two wounds. Oof, yeah, I'd best, uh, best try soak that, or else I'm just about out of the fight. Oh. Come so, on big money.
3: You do have a plus one.
2: Yeah, that's still just a three. I'm gonna Benny that. Hm? There's a raise. That's a ten. That's a ten. I'll hold with my ten.
3: That's good enough to soak all the wounds. So as it turns around and comes to bite you, its maw is clearly coming in. You managed to like kick your feet up enough that you stop its jaws from kind of clamping over you there was a risk that it was going to take a very large chunk out of you. Torland, you are next.
0: This creature, is it It's still under the water? Because it just attacked Dana, and Dana's above the water, in the water. Dana's underwater right now. Dana's um, underwater. So
3: it's kind of, it's close enough to the surface, especially with dark vision, and now there's light up on the ceiling for the moment. You can see where it is.
0: Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna shout to Sill. Sil, can you do a distraction? Well, the intent is to make it vulnerable, but
3: it is already vulnerable.
0: It is.
4: So that's right. Wild attacked.
3: Yeah, wild attacked. So Sill can go in first, anyways, and That's Sil all right. Will, if it's,
0: I didn't realize that it looks vulnerable. Well, I, I guess I don't really notice that if it's underwater, but
3: so Sill will take a shot with its crossbow into the water. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm flavoring that as a support roll to Torland.
0: Okay. All right. Well, Torlin will swim back into the fray.
3: Uh, that's a two. So no go on
0: that. Yes. He has his cutlass at the ready. It'll be at a minus two, correct? Uh... From no,
3: because you should have. You get know, a minus two from your armor.
0: Minus two from the armor because
3: of its size.
0: Plus one from gang up.
3: So you're you're swimming forward to get close to it.
0: Yeah, right next to Dana. Given the size of this beastie, now nah, he would have left the Albert up up top. The cutlass it is. Ah, uh, it did the frenzy thing. Well, I you, guess I want you, to have frenzy.
2: Yeah, your Frenzy's free at this point for each attack. Your Frenzy's free for the next four rounds.
0: Okay, so how does Improved Frenzy work? Did I want to do that as a multi-attack and then do it twice, or?
4: Improved yeah,
0: Frenzy
3: so... allows you to do two frenzied attacks each round. You would have to multi-action to make that happen.
0: Can I re-roll and do that and ignore this?
3: Sure. So just bring up a new card then.
0: Okay, so this would be a minus four, then.
3: No, you're, you're at minus two.
0: Two actions. Click the
3: multi-action.
0: Then roll.
3: Click for two actions.
0: Uh, okay, that's an eleven for the first one. Somehow.
3: Yeah, well, it's vulnerable, <laughs> so that's also...
0: And it did not appear to be applying the gang-up bonus, I think.
3: Didn't, so that's another plus one. So... Two hits, one hit with a raise.
1: Nice.
0: That's a 20.
3: That is a solid gash across tentacles. Now roll the damage dice again, just for normal damage now.
0: That's a 10.
3: That is a 10, so... So you get a great slash up into its gut and down. Uh, More blood comes in the water. You swing again, another strong strike. This time it's just a slight gash and you don't really think punctured hits skin very well.
0: I'm breathing that blood water now. Disgusting. <laughs> okay, so now I have another multi-action frenzy. Is this the deal? Yes. Alright. That should be a four and a three. We're doing gang up. Four
3: and a three? Wanna keep it or
0: I'll I'll do one, buddy. All right, that's a seven and a six. Keep.
3: Those both hit. Normal
0: damage. That's a six and that's a five. I will uh, just Benny for good measure. One of these. All right, that's a 12.
3: 12. It is already shaken and I'm out of Benny's. So that's good for another wound and another strong slash in on it
0: yeah and seeing as i might still have some movement here since i'm not hindered by this swimming i'll move into the range of the grindy Low queen if assuming it's not like below the water
3: it's below the water you don't know she's there
0: oh, i don't okay all right it's
1: Truco's turn okay i see the creature that looks some sort of a queen thing. So, she's she's a bit larger of a uh,
3: grindilo that you can see. And actually the harpoon that just barely nicked you that you dodge, you suddenly see it's back in her hand and oh. it's
1: not near you. Interesting. Uh so but she's in some dark water. She's like at the extent of your vision. Okay. So I want to go towards it her thing and try to grapple it okay
3: give me an athletics roll
1: minus one for swimming or
3: just swimming in general
1: all right so athletics minus one yes that is a two which i will Benny, maybe that's better that's a six Okay, you get over
3: there, uh, and you want to grapple her, huh? Yes. So give me uh, athletics roll
1: minus one. This is contested. Athletics roll minus one. That is a six, and I will.
3: On thank six. you for the
1: race. That, is a, that six. is a
3: seven. Ouch. So as you as you come out, she just like she just like quickly squirts away from you. Um,
1: okay. Getting away from you. I will use my action card. Play a card that gives me adrenaline surge. Your hero gets an additional, an immediate turn, plus one movement. Cool. Okay. Which effectively gives me the opportunity to grapple her again. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Another contested athletics roll. Sure. That's a four. Uh, that's minus. I with the minus two, which I didn't include, so that would be a two. I would Elon this one with a minus two to minus, let me check a better word. Yeah. That's, that is a seven. Be a, be a six. That's you six. You still have the minus Sorry. one. Yeah. Six
3: from your armor penalty. Sure. And she rolls a five. Do I want to spend my last penny? That's all right. Okay. You got her grappled.
1: Okay. Excellent. She is
3: now entangled by you.
1: And I will keep it that way. Okay, I'm entangling the tentacle thing.
3: And tentacle it is her queen. turn. Yeah, she's gonna three on her spell casting. She gets a free reroll. It's a zero, not any better. I'll spend my last penny. There oh, we go. That's, Whoa. that's oh, a good roll. <laughs> Seven. Oh, not quite good enough. Well, no? so oh, so as she... You- As you like, you like grab her and hold her. You hear her begin to speak in uh, Sahulagan, which you understand a bit. Um, Oh, although what she says doesn't kind of make sense, makes too much sense, really. Uh, You just recognize the language, and then all of a sudden, you feel like this seaweed coming up and grabbing your legs and and entangling you. Okay, but it feels like there's. Like barbs in the seaweed or something. Ooh, there's an nice on that? Uh you take nine points of damage.
1: Alright, pretty cool. Pretty bad. What acts. is your toughness? Uh, which is six. So that'll so, be enough to shake me.
3: Yep. Shake so you are me. entangled, you're not bound, but you're entangled and shaken.
1: Alright. And the queen is still entangled? Yeah, technically she's
3: still entangled with you. Okay. I'll probably give her
1: give her a bonus to break out next to the next. Yeah, makes sense. Dana! Cool.
2: Alright.
3: And Sandara's on deck, and Russ could go anytime. I'm yeah, still so...
2: Holding. Yeah, so, uh, please do. Um, so Truco is is grappling the queen. She has said something in Sawag in which I speak.
3: You're far enough away and in the middle of combat that you don't really hear much of anything. You do hear, you know, the underwater speaking of voices. Oh. Way what? off in the distance, but
2: all right you definitely well, what, don't
1: see what's going on with truco or anything. Uh, what what does she said I, I didn't didn't quite got that do you speak swagen yeah i do yeah i mean truca does i think we all do yeah except for
4: poor Torlin. i ever speak
2: is the is the one in front of me still moving yes it's still active oh. okay that is what i thought case, it is, gonna... it's
3: <laughs> clearly very hurt Mm-hmm but it is not, it is still flailing about.
2: Yeah. All right. In that case, I'm just going to, uh, I'm going to take another slash It with my Cutlass. Let's see. With the Ring of Swimming, do I have any additional penalties to my fighting role?
3: Yes, you do have a minus one because of your armor.
2: Minus one plus, but I'm ignoring my wound penalty. Gonna get real angry and multi frenzy applies to multi uh, wild attacks, yeah. Yeah, I believe so. Then let's get this done. I look behind me at Russ and say, You're let's at this, this point." What's You're that? You're actually
3: underwater at this point.
2: I was I I fully intended to have been breached at the end of my turn, but oh, okay, um, yeah. Yeah, time to finish this. I'm gonna wild attack, again, slashing with my cutlass.
3: 10 and and
2: 13. Yeah, Yeah, I'm gonna keep those.
3: Those are both enough for raised damage.
2: All right, here we go. Can
0: I play?
3: You can play adventure cards at any moment in time.
0: Yeah, can I play seize the day? This character acts as if his action card is a joker this round. Does Joker apply to damage rolls? It would,
3: but it's actually referring to you. If you play that card, you get to act as if you have a Joker. Never mind.
2: Alright, so that's a 13 AP one on the first hit.
3: And how uh, do you want to slay it? uh,
2: Yeah, as I'm coming up out of the water, I'm dragging my Cutlass across its body the whole way up, spilling fishy guts and grossness everywhere and just come up with my arm, slice it clear across, hold my cutlass back over my arm and then point forward and, and yell back at Russ and Sill. let's finish the job! And here we go. That's my turn. Oh, I'll give you a penny for that. Now give me a notice roll. That is an eleven.
3: That's not actually eleven. It's that's
2: not eleven. Why? What are all these modifiers for? It's
3: applying stuff from the giant grindelwald. Yeah, that's that's
2: a nine. Notice it's rolls. still good. It's still a good roll. I'm gonna keep it. No, it's a seven. I'm still gonna keep it. Seven.
3: You do see some some shadows and some movement over in the water over in this direction.
2: As I'm pointing out in front with my cutlass, and I see that motion in the water, I'm gonna swim up beside druko
4: is russ going before sandara yes okay but i kind of need to know what i see here because without dunking my torch under there's obviously stuff going on in the royal right
2: dana did yell at you to let's go that way so
3: oh you definitely see lots of blood over here torland's diving under dana comes up slashes down into the water, and then she just starts like swimming over this direction.
4: Okay. I'm gonna go out on a limb here, and I'm gonna, I think this is gonna eventually become a multi-action, because detecting magic objects or magical auras is an action. Yes, it is. So I'm probably going to multi-action, and I'm trying to focus my senses in the direction of of Truco and Dana and looking for stuff that's unfamiliar to me.
1: Okay.
3: I believe that has a range of 10 inches, yeah? Uh,
4: Smart uh, Yes. Wait, 5 inches, 10 yards, I think, is what it is. 5 inches, 10 yards. You actually
3: pick up a bunch of stuff in here, both that's on the familiar stuff that's on you guys. You also, in the water, a couple things over here, beyond Truco, there's something over here below the surface a bit. There's something here way down low in the water. And another thing here that's way down low in the water. Yeah.
4: Okay. I think that's probably too many targets to magically pick out the right one. So I think Rust does have to wind up going under. There's nothing to like shove the torch on to save it, right? Just like toss the torch up on a rock ledge or anything. Give me a notice check. Okay. That's a four, I'll hold it
3: you find a little crevice that
4: you can jam the torch in you know like right around there? Cool. Then uh, then yeah we're gonna go ahead and lock, uh, you know shove a torch in there and move underwater and start swimming.
3: Now for clarity as well, you definitely know that the water is very brackish and difficult to see through okay So it's not it, it's not the kind of thing that's really easy to, to see through.
4: But Basically. Dana did, but you are saying Dana did breach back up and say, come this way and start swimming north. She was able to do yes, that? Yes, yeah.
2: that is what happened. Dana did that. Okay. So give me a swimming roll or an athletics roll, Russ.
4: Okay. Athletics.
3: You have plus two because you got a joker. Doesn't seem to be applying that.
4: Oh, Okay. Uh, I'll just go ahead and force it in with modifiers. Better rolls. It's a double ace on each dice for a 12.
3: Yeah, you just have no problem just starting to swim over there. That is about as far as you can get. You're not a fish like Dana and Torlin right now.
4: Um, great. Uh, do I eventually get sight of the thing that Truco is fighting?
3: Give me another. We'll include that that initial notice roll. Yeah, you see, you do see Truco's engaged with something underneath the water. You can't get a good sight on it.
4: Great. I need to surface again, or try and stay near the surface, but I need to use my words. So we're going with, I have four power points. I'm gonna dunk a, a Benny for five power points. And I don't know why it keeps giving me six power points. I have four, uh, but now I have nine. And we are going to go with uh Kiru Est Est. And I am going to lob a magic missile with damage and armor piercing modifiers okay so it's one plus two and then armor piercing is i'm just going to give it ap two
3: yeah so the way that works is it's one power point for each two points of ap you want to add to it, up to a maximum of six for three power points
4: right these things haven't really demonstrated a whole lot of uh, armor you know maybe some tribal stuff but so yeah we'll sync one power point into AP two, uh, two power points into damage, and then the one AP for magic missile itself for a grand total of four power points. And... I am going to give you a
3: minus two modifier for that, because you are shooting underneath the water. Okay. And...
4: All right, so Joker's plus two. The multi-action is minus two. The shooting underwater is minus 2 for a grand so total. Minus 2. Yeah. Counts. So that would be oh. a 4. That's g- a success. It is. Do I want to go for a critical failure with a free reroll? For shits and giggles, let's... Mm-hmm. Okay, nothing better. I will keep the 4. So you can roll the raised damage on that. Oh, right, because the... power modifier uh that is a 13 because joker does not count with joker would count so it would be a 15. well it's based on toughness so do i want to throw a Benny at that i think i am happy with that that's an above average roll
3: 15
4: success with two raises
3: in sundara
4: she is going to see everybody swimming over. And again, she's going to kind of do the same thing, just sort of overhead, tack management, eye in the sky. Will be another notice support? Sure. We will have her support Dana. That's a dirty one. We're going to go ahead and start throwing some of her bennies at it. There is an ace on, looks like her trait die, for an eight, and we will hold that the plus
3: two to Dana next turn. Russ, you want the queen of clubs or jack of diamonds? Uh, Queen of clubs. Truco's got the three of diamonds, but no, he's quicker than that. Seven of diamonds.
0: I get tired of that line. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not either. It's fun.
3: Doran's got a nine of diamonds. Dana's got a nine of spades. Truco's got a nine of... or seven of diamonds. Sil, six of hearts. Sandara Seven of Spades. And the Queen's down low. She's gonna spend her last penny for a card.
4: Here comes a Joker.
3: Nope. Ten of Spades. That puts Russ on
4: top. We're gonna sheath the wand and move in. It's already vulnerable from entangled, right?
3: No, it's distracted from entangled.
4: Okay then i would like to go ahead and pull out the dagger and we're going to try doing a bunch of superficial surface hits i want to try and open it up so i'm hoping for a fighting test here sure so make a fighting roll that is oh gang up uh, does gang up count for fighting tests it
3: should not
4: okay then that so would only four, be so a good four for success i think i'm gonna be happy with that It is opposed. Oh, shoot. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Vulnerable will disappear at the end of her turn. I'm bad at this game.
2: Why would it if she still grappled?
0: We're talking about vulnerable, not distracted. Distracted is from grapple.
4: Is that how it works? I mean if it's like Yeah, it's at the end of her turn. It was just a bad move from my part. Yeah, distracted is vulnerable
0: from tests.
4: Unless I, you know, got a raise and I could do creative combat, but Eh, too late for that now. I only have one Benny.
0: I will play my card. Cease the day! The character acts as if his action card is a joke of this round.
1: That's good timing.
0: So I shall take advantage of this vulnerable and interrupt the Queen.
4: Oh, uh, it, it is an opposed role, so... Yeah, so it's we haven't even figured out aye, if it's vulnerable aye, aye, aye.
0: yet. Sorry.
4: Still. Good my up. apologies. Right, that's looking pretty vulnerable.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. She's
3: she's vulnerable.
0: Was that a raise? Because it's a six versus a minus two.
4: (laughs) I don't think that's how it works. Because it's
0: it's got to be at least an eight for creative combat.
3: Actually, that is the correct roll. Yeah, it's creative combat. Go ahead and roll on the creative combat table.
4: Oh, okay. I'll happily roll
3: on the. That is total of minus two
2: with her
4: wound penalties and everything.
2: Yeah. Raise for a for a test is just target plus four.
4: She's I shaking. don't remember if she was already shaken, but she is now. And you can act now if you want to Torlan.
0: torlin has <laughs> got all of this blood and guts and gore that he's breathing. And he goes back up to the surface, just inside to see Dana swimming off in such and such a direction. And he's like, oh, this just feels so strange. And he kind of feels his neck and there's gills there. huh? Oh, horrible. So he will swim after the others. Does he find the queen?
3: I'll give you a Benny for that flavor. I mean, everybody's kind of around in the same area. It's not that
0: hard. All right, just checking. All right, you'll go in with a frenzied a wild attack with a plus two from his Joker and probably spend altogether too much time resolving this action. <laughs> but we will try and make it quick.
3: We're at a minus two from your armor. Indeed.
0: All right, that's a seven and a five and, well, it should be a, a nine and a six before any gang up modifiers because I didn't have the joker. Oh, on. you're
3: you still targeting the the large Grindelow. That's actually a an eight and a six.
0: Okay, I'll keep that.
3: Okay, yeah. Both those hit, not raises, though. All right. So you're plus one, to, or plus three to damage here. Plus five to damage, actually.
0: Okay, I don't know if that added.
3: It did not.
0: All right, well, it's a, that's a 16 then.
3: How do you want to dispatch the queen?
0: A swift Ooh. cutlass, and it's brackish water, so I'll just. Give it a thrust, and I can't see anything. And Torland's just coughing up and while breathing, and he doesn't really understand it how it works, but it works. And there's more blood that comes out, and that's how he knows that she's dead.
3: Yeah, her corpse adds to the to the carcasses and bones that are kind of floating around in this in this pool of water in the swirl.
0: Body floats to the surface, and Torland comes up. Think that it's over.
2: It's over, sill. Syl, where are you? I'm back here. Come in, everything's clear. Let's stick together. Sendara Tamroth!
3: Tamroth is unconscious. She's alive, but unconscious.
2: Alright, we're getting you out of there. Truco? Truco just
1: swimming, swimming out of the water, just trying to get a good breathe.
2: <sighs>
1: oh, fuck, that was really scary. I mean, I, I, I just like, feel like I had to go there, like just And the, the tentacle, and the thing, and the face, and the... the I know, That was I know. too close, you're, too close. You're
2: okay. You're okay. okay. We're all okay.
1: Oh, we are okay. Let's we get okay. that
2: cage open.
1: Yes, yes. And I will uh, take the last uh, moments that I have of my shifting ability to get up, climb up the cage, and try to open it.
3: Yeah. You climb up. Takes you a little while to unlock the cage, but I don't need to make a roll
1: for it yeah, since yeah. Nothing
3: going
1: on, trying to approach um Tamrat there uh, just like shaking him a bit like slapping his face see what happens
3: i mean w- once we once we get her back to the ship, we should be able to should be able to take care of her. Unless you know, somebody's got a healer's kit with him right now
1: Sindara says yes,
3: yeah, so, yeah, that's what Sindara says uh,
2: yeah if oh, if you're yeah. able to get Tamroth down where I can reach her, I would like to play my adventure card.
1: Here it goes, and and Truco throws Tamra's corpse into the water.
2: Uh, she she's not a corpse. She's no, alive. I mean, no,
1: the the corpse that it's alive. It, it's still a corpse. I mean, body. That's the definition. Body. Uh, sorry, that's I got <laughs> the definition wrong in my English.
0: The words are right next to each other. So yeah,
1: yeah. Sorry, body.
0: Understandable.
2: All right, Russ, give me a hand. Give me a hand with her, and I'm going to. Uh, play one of my adventure cards which is the epiphany epiphany something you never
3: understood before suddenly clicks you gain a d6 in any skill you chose before the for the remainder of this game session
2: yeah i've seen i've seen these kinds of injuries before there's law of adrenaline hopping and yeah i'm putting that d6 into healing okay
3: sindara will
0: support whatever oh you all do it's gotta be quick high tide still coming in
2: or what uh, I was I was actually asking Russ for support because I understood Sendara was uh, quite in bad shape herself
3: oh she is doesn't mean she can't try and support healing though
4: there's no way I can hit her with a wand of wand of relief before this this all yeah, goes through I, I
2: was specifically asking Russ to help there
4: okay and then yeah I can support go for it yeah. she, she rolled a three so she did not help I rolled... I don't know why I'm getting a... Oh, because uh, I'm apparently targeting the Grindelow Queen. <laughs> so that is a two. Yeah, I'll, I'll throw a Benny at that. Although it didn't reroll, roll it, it just re-roll. ate my Benny. I removed the this, this status. Then I'll go ahead and just uh, go back and pop it in again.
3: A healing... So you're not in rounds anymore, so you don't need to worry about
4: like a proper order of things per se. That's a one. Sure, I'll throw my last Benny at it. Why not? For, oh, that was an ace on the d4. For a uh, six, I'll hold that, I might have to. Hold so that's
2: that. a plus one to the healing check on Tamara. Yep. I need to drag him. Um, can you drag that to my card Phil? Or do you want me to- just, just roll
3: another skill that has a d6 to it.
2: Sure. That's an ace on the regular. Um, ace seven for Tamroth. Is that? I should have asked if I could assess how badly she was hurt.
3: You were rolling to actually heal her, so.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna try for a raise on that. Uh, reapply my support bonus, yeah. Good. Of course, if you're spending Benny, you don't lose yep. the support. Oh, I'm spending Benny. That is worse. I'm doing it again. That oh. is worse. I'm doing Hang it again.
3: on a second. You still listed as just dis- your list is entangled for some reason.
2: Huh? So what should that seven have been?
3: That would have been a nine.
2: That would have been a nine bid for two wounds.
3: Two raises. I'll give you back your bennies.
2: I'll keep that, I guess, as Russ is, you know, helping prop her up in the water. You know that I'm trying to tend to her, and at the same time, there's still blood like streaming out of those burning, nasty swollen scratches on my face from where I got poisoned. Tending, you know, trying to tend to her and trying to rouse her a little bit.
3: She comes back to consciousness. She's still pretty beat up and tired. She was actually unconscious from fatigue levels, not wounds. And <laughs> we don't we don't need to get into the nitty-gritty of everything. So Torlin, you would know that you you guys aren't in, you aren't at risk of drowning in here with the high tide. You know, worst case scenario, you guys can hang out here for a while as the tide
0: goes back down.
2: Real quick, I I would like to resolve my own wound because I still have one.
0: I'm very confident that, uh, well, does Torland have any idea of what time it is? Because if he doesn't, the default would to be to find a spot where they're going to be able to stand in one spot because tide takes six hours to go back out and we don't want to be caught in a dangerous section with no torches so th- the safe thing to do would be to find a spot where they if he knows that there is a spot that he can we can survive you know Just get back there.
4: outside
3: you know yeah so uh torland's healing kit is now empty from healing tamroth sindara can try and uh heal your wound right, you do I, have, uh, I can't
2: do sure. the i can't do the roll with no supplies and a penalty
1: I do have a Potion of Healing, if someone needs it. So do I. Or also, uh, amazingly important questions. Do Grindylows have pockets? No. <laughs> okay, thank you. Um, uh, continue. Do
3: you want to take one of the potions, Dana, or do you want to try and make a Healing Roll for it?
2: Unless Torlin was is going to insist, I'm going to try to make a Healing Roll for it first.
3: Because I think...
2: Um kind of scrounging at the at the absolute bottom of the kit for anything i can use to uh yeah you you can't roll a
3: healing roll to try and heal your wound without a healer's kit sandara will definitely try and use her magic to heal you
4: i gotta i've gotta pass off her gear back to her first so i'll head over to sandara after we've gotten scrimshaw back up and standing and just be like you're a real ranger, real uh, risk of being a dereliction of duty here. So uh, let's get you back up to work in order. Pass off her rapier, dagger, her tricorn, and in passing over her holy symbol, just be like, this gave me comfort in dark times. It's time to get you back up.
0: She clearly looks worse for wear.
4: And then, uh... Do have any idea me.
0: how long you've been down here? Uh,
3: you've only been down... It's... If it's not High Tide, it's around a, the time a of question High Tide, for, you know?
0: That I'm asking, uh, Sendara. Oh! And then I'll shut up and let, his Rascal wasn't done, sorry. Yeah.
4: Uh, I'm just gonna say trust me on this one and, uh, hit her with the wand of relief. Okay. Uh, going for well, numb. All right. I have no bennies and no free reroll. So that's an ace on the D8 for an 11.
3: That is good for both her levels of
4: fatigue. It doesn't remove her fatigue, but she's going to be fine for, or she's going to be unaffected by them for an hour. And I will remove a charge and the wand.
3: No, it, relief will will remove the effects of fatigue or allow you to recover from being shaken, distracted, or vulnerable.
4: Oh, I was going with the, the numb version of the cast. Because uh, recover... Oh, yeah, there's. I don't think there's anything in relief that actually removes. Okay. It just re- uh, reduces. It re- reduces the total penalties from wo- wounds and fatigue by one.
3: I'm tracking what you're saying.
4: I don't think I can actually remove her fatigue.
3: And she heals Ooh. your wound, Dana. Uh, <laughs> Let's. So this. Mm-hmm. This is um, around the time of high tide. The water's about as high as it's gonna get. Overall, are you going to stay in here for a little bit till the tide goes down just, to, just a bit?
0: That's what I'd recommend. You don't want there's to them. get into some chamber where there's... It might be hard to use the torches in some of those chambers we came through now that the tide's risen and it seems like... What was that, Ruskel?
4: Uh There's some magic items that I can... Or magic something, giving off auras down here. We could use the time to get those.
0: I want to make sure that Beastie is dead and... I don't know, get a good look at it too.
1: Also I want that. to add, uh, that the spear that the queen has definitely is magical. Uh I did had a close experience with that one.
2: Get your salvage, imagine. but it's it's not going anywhere. Make sure you get make sure you get a couple hours rest while we wait for the tide to go out. So that you don't get caught on the on the swim back.
1: Yeah, that, 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 being honest that would be nice, yes. Oof. Yeah, we're gonna wait here for for high tide to pass. Truku's just like gonna do like do. I oh, know it's it's tides, right? It's not like clear, like calm waters here. Like I mean, like... it's
3: rock around. Especially in this cave, you're not you're not really getting any rest unless you like go up and... the. Well, the safest place to rest is actually up in the cage.
1: Uh yeah, truca's gonna go up the cage and and the cage and like do a power nap.
2: One last thing I want to do is get Syl back over to us. Syl, you did good. And if you're ready to be on this crew, I'm ready to have you. And I'm going to play my other adventure card.
3: Which is Peace, play to improve the initial attitude of an individual or group one level. Oh, well played. Appropriate for that. I was going to use it on the queen oh, yeah. if
2: I was if I had been able to speak with the queen, but that resolved itself. So yeah,
3: I can tell you it wouldn't have helped with the queen.
2: Good. Well,
3: I get maybe that it sense. will help with Sill. It definitely helps with Sill. Sills we came came back helped. Yeah,
2: it's uh, impressive. I may. Mean, uh, I'll. You're all right in my book. I'm no Reaver sailing with me. It's going to be a lot different. You want to be on this on my crew? I'm happy to have you.
3: She kind of nods approvingly, not quite committing yet, but she she's definitely, uh, definitely appreciates you. And also, uh, Tamroth ex- expresses her uh, great appreciation. She was, um, I believe, she was the one during the mutiny. She was on the fence. She did not help you nor hinder you. Yeah. She is <laughs> now that you came and rescued her, she is very clearly on your side.
0: Ah, Tamroth, I've got some things that uh, I think might belong to you, and Torlin will hand over some of the scrimshaw that he found on the way in here.
3: Well, since you guys spend a couple hours in here, so I created a little pile of, there's actually a lot of stuff in here. There's a lot of coins down at the bottom of this, and it's actually a very deep bowl, especially uh, Torlin, that he's got an hour that he can breathe underwater. Kind of figure Torland's fishing around for the stuff down there. There's a number of large bars of silver. A bunch of various coinage down there. Galifara's crowns, sovereigns, dragons. There's a hooked tooth that has some pearls with it. There's some bolts. Four bolts that you find. Those are magical, rusts. There is a scrimshaw jawbone. There is a great, a, a huge whale skull that is just covered in scrimshaw ruins and markings that emanates magic as well russ you find another bracer down there that one and also the one truco found in the last cavern with the thing seem to be a matching pair and they are magical there is uh a harpoon that the queen wielded that emanates magic and the queen also had a potion of healing on her
2: I'm sure that scrimshod whale skull covered in gems isn't cursed at all.
0: What would make you say such a thing? This is beautiful. Tell her, Tamroth.
3: Oh, it is. It's spectacular. It weighs like 25 pounds, too. I mean, this is a giant whale skull with incredible stuff on it. How um, long would this piece take, would
0: s- take you to make? I mean, it seems like quite to work. I don't Must know that I can do that. impressive you- story. Behind it, you
3: speak Sahuagan, correct?
0: I do not. Everybody um, else does. I everybody, do. else does. Yeah, everybody else does.
2: does.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I actually meant that for Russ. You speak Sahuagan, right? Yes. You can actually tell, looking at this, that there are a bunch of arcane spells scrolled on this whale skull.
4: It's like a spell book. It's primitive a spell book,
3: spell scroll. Yes. Yeah. It
4: might it might contain. Uh, i don't want to read it out loud because i don't know what it's going to do yet but i'll see if i can do some translating when we get back to the ship yep
3: and with that you all you have no trouble head back out although it is after midnight by the time you get out well after midnight like one or two o'clock in the morning just say for the sake of things since we're close to time this this is far enough to complete things and wrap things up. So you guys rest in the evening, or rest till the morning time, get back to the ship. You know where there's a fresh water store now on the island up in the stockade that's up on the top of the ridge. Marina has, so you you guys have been gone almost 24 hours. She figures by early afternoon, she'll have the Griffin repaired enough that she can set sail and leave the island.
1: Good. Can we pick up the uh, the crabs, the giant crabs, on the way to the ship, if there were there were there like? Uh, if you're looking for fresh crab meat, there there's yeah. plenty of crab you guys okay, can grab
3: good. on the way over. Fish guts, will be able to uh, take care of some of that. Is there anything else in particular you wanted to do in the island? I assume that you guys are taking all the treasure that you found with you.
0: Uh, during the repairs, Torlin would want to. Uh, take some of the folks that aren't necessary and go figure out what's in that uh, that field, I think.
4: I was also wondering about the field.
2: And something I want to do before the set, uh, season ends once everyone is back on the ship is address the
3: crew. Give me notice roll, Torland. Notice roll coming up.
0: It's a six and I would assume that, I don't know, maybe fatigue does apply, but
3: yeah, it doesn't apply you go with you only go with one or two people because it's actually um the more people the quicker work that they make of everything right um you do find a couple other items there there's nothing of note to find uh the field seems to be just planted you know and also given the journal the journal it was planted by i forget what his name is aaron i believe it was um trying to create some food for himself because he was shipwrecked on this island. So he just planted it, trying to survive from some of the stores that were left in the ship. You do find a couple loose piles of some additional treasure on a couple corpses within the field. Uh, It would seem, in conjunction with the uh, logbook, that the skulls pointed out were attempts at scarecrows to try and keep ghouls at bay. That did not work very successfully. so other than a couple minor things, uh, there's not much in the cornfield.
0: Torlin pulls out his zinc pen and his quill that he's brought along with and jots down his final notes. Ruskel, I think that there will be a fine tale to be sung about this journey.
4: I agree with that. I'm also eager, eager to get off this island. And Dana, you want to address the crew?
2: Yeah. Can we fast forward to that half day where the ship is in good sailing order?
3: Yeah. Whenever you want to address the crew, just make it happen.
2: You set the scene. In that case, it would be as soon as as soon as soon we all get back to the ship with all of our crew present and accounted for and in good health. You know, call out to now to assemble everyone on the main deck. And I, I hop up on the quarter deck there... Uh, I imagine still kind of dirty and tired and perhaps covered in assorted blood both my own and not. And I look over the deck and call out my name is Daniel Lozani and I'm the captain of this ship. You all are good crew and as long as you will sail with me you have a place here. If you If you wish to choose another path, for none of you chose this one, we'll settle that next time we get to port. In the meantime, you'll all have your shares. You'll all have food and water and a bunk. And I said, I'd get you back to port. And that's exactly what we're going to do. I want everyone to get some rest. you have all been up for a long time. I'll need two volunteers for the first watch. I'll take it with you and anything you need. My door's always open.
1: Druga starts cheering. Trying to get the crowd pumped up.
0: Norland shall chime in. Yes.
4: Rascal starts to slow clap.
3: <laughs> Huzzah!
4: <laughs> Huzzah! <laughs> slow clap.
2: Where is the next port, Captain? Closest on the charts best bet for taking the next leg of our journey is rickety hakes we'll we'll get you some some right proper uh drink in you once we land i'm gonna want everyone whether you're returning to the ship or not afterwards everyone's getting some leave and we'll go from there and we'll go from there together
0: Well said.
1: Looking forward to that. That, This definitely will be interesting.
2: Well, you four, we, uh... This isn't what I expected after getting, uh... Getting a bad drink in Regalport three months ago, but, um... I'm glad you're here.
0: I'm glad that we've come out of the other side of these challenges. All the better for it.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, at this point, I guess I can... I can kind of say the same. I mean, I'm glad I'm here. There is definitely a lot of opportunity, given how much we gathered so far.
0: I take it you've got some treasure that uh, your share, anyways, will be burning a hole in your what pockets is you might have there.
1: Yeah, the trick was like, like, like <laughs> he's like walking as like chicks, 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 just like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I was meant to give this. I want to you think.
0: know, I guess we'll have to decide who the quartermaster will be. Get things
1: are, are you suggesting myself chip out of character? The, the, the one with the poverty hindrance? No. <laughs> no. That would be... I, I'm totally up for that. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I don't... I, I wouldn't uh, get responsible for the consequences.
2: Well, we will need to uh, look at getting some some more structure in the crew and I I definitely want to
1: uh, I'm already good at the rigging, so thank you for the offer I know that I will be totally capable of doing it but I feel comfortable in this particular area of the ship right now Isn't it right, girl? I'm just looking at the ship uh, she'll,
2: she'll take care of you well, Truco, I think We'll we'll talk more about it in the morning if any if you need anything before morning I'm taking first watch, and my door's always open. And I kind of look, just look long and pointed at at everyone, and yeah, take the wheel. And with,
3: and with that, you uh, you all set sail on the Griffin to head towards rickety Squibs, uh, making it there and or heading there. It'll take about a day's travel. And uh, with that, we will conclude season one of the Mourners of Lazar. Uh, Huzzah! Yeah, huzzah! (laughs) Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Next week, we are going to do a Gold Dragon in Fireside, where we're going to chat about season one. We are interested in questions or anything you want us to talk about uh, to cover. Going to just touch on some stuff in the campaign and uh, where things have gone, where things have been. Then we will take a week off. And so in two weeks, we will start up season two of Mourners of Lazar, find out what our intrepid crew is going to do with their new ship.
2: Yeah, um, see what happens from here.
4: And what we're going Send to name us your it. your
2: questions on Discord, on Twitter at Savage Eberon, or leave a comment on the site at SavageEberronTales.com. Let us know what you want to hear.
0: That being the Eberron Discord, where you can find the us Eberon in Discord the uh, server, yes. Game Tales channel sometimes. We all have our own Discord handles, which I suppose we'll just put in the description. Uh, thank you, everybody.
2: I'm Ellie, as Captain Daniel Lasani.
4: I'm Michael, as Torland. Ernesto, here with Truco. I'm Kevin. I played Ruskell.
3: And I'm your Dungeon Master, Philip. And thank you for listening and tuning in. We will we'll be back. See you soon. Bye.